Hey, grown-ups, warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Factor has a menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50. That's T-A-L-E-S 5-0. And use code tales50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com. Dot com slash tales 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey grown-ups, I have something exciting to share with you. There's a brand new kids podcast out now that I think you're going to love. It's called Mysteries About True Histories. This show is perfect if you love adventures, solving riddles, and maybe even some wacky math problems. But I need a little help from some new friends to tell you more. Max and Molly, take it away. From the creators of Who Smarted, Starglow Media comes a brand new podcast called Mysteries About True Histories. Uh, does that sound serious enough? Uh, Max, we only have 30 seconds for this promo. Just tell them how your mysterious aunt recruited us into a secret order of problem solvers who travel time and have epic adventures. I don't have to. You just did. Catch new episodes of Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Tailblazers. I'm Rebecca Cunningham, and this is Girl Tales a kid's podcast of feminist stories for a new generation. Before we get started, I would like to send some very special shout-outs to Ellie, Sage, Emmalyn and Madeline in Lufkin, Texas, and Lucinda and Zephyr. Thank you all so much for listening to Girl Tales. I'd like to wish a very happy birthday to Rebecca and Sybil. Rebecca and Sybil, I hope you both have awesome birthdays. Grown-ups, if you would like to hear your child's name at the top of our next tale, head to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. I also want to send a very special shout-out to any of our queer, trans, or non-binary tailblazers and families. There is a lot going on in the United States right now that may seem scary, but I want you to know that you are loved and that you always, always have a safe place here at Girl Tales. I myself am proud to be gay, and many of the people who create this show are in the LGBTQ family. We will do everything in our power to fight for you. You are beautiful as you are, And you are so special to me and the rest of the Girl Tales team. Grownups, if you're looking for organizations to donate to right now, you can head to transtexas.org or you can head to the Transgender Education Network of Texas at transtexas.org 
or equalityflorida at eqfl.org. Now on to our episode. This is Cat in Boots. Enjoy! I'd like to tell you about a friend of mine. Well, maybe I should say frenemy. See, sometimes she's a friend and sometimes she's more of an enemy. Maybe you can help me figure it out. Here in Freshwater, as you may know, we have some animals who can talk and some magical creatures. And mostly everyone gets along quite well. But occasionally someone comes along who disrupts the harmony. This someone is furry and wears boots. One day, I was headed to the bakery for a croissant, my favorite, and iced coffee. I saw a sweet-looking brown tabby cat sitting on the ramp leading up to the baker. The cat had big, green eyes. Hello, kitty, I said. Hello, madam, said the cat. I paused. It's normal for animals to talk in fresh water, but it still surprises me sometimes. What's your name? I asked the cat. Katrina, but most people call me cat. And when I'm not there, they call me she and her, answered cat, bowing. My name is Rebecca, I told Katrina. And I also go by she and her. Cat the cat was very proper and formal and very cute. And I would have stayed to talk to her longer, but my stomach was growling for a croissant and iced coffee. So I made my way up the ramp to the bakery door. Ahem, said Katrina. I turned. The bakery refused to serve me because I am a cat, but I'm terribly hungry. I was hoping someone could bring me a thimble full of cream. That would be enough to hold me over till I catch some mice, Katrina said. I felt so sorry for Cat. She was hungry. I wondered why the bakery didn't serve animals. That must be a new rule. I told Cat not to worry. I'd bring her some cream. I walked into the bakery and ordered my croissant and iced coffee. I asked for extra cream on the side. Akari, the baker, tilted her head and gave me a funny look. But she popped my croissant in a bag and handed me my iced coffee with cream on the side. I paid, and as I turned to leave, I said, Akari, I wish this bakery served all of freshwater citizens, even the furry ones. And then I walked out. Cat was waiting patiently outside. I handed the cream to her, which she held between her two front paws. She purred. Thank you, Rebecca. I shall remember your kindness. With that, Cat trotted down the ramp, carrying the cup of cream in her mouth. I turned to walk home, but then I thought Cat might have a good story or two that I could share with you. I decided to ask her if she had any. I walked around the back of the bakery where Katrina the cat had gone. When I saw her, I nearly jumped. Cat was arranging at least a dozen small cups of cream. How did she get so many? 
My first thought was that she was really a fairy or an elf and used magic to multiply the one cup of cream I gave her. But then I remembered Akari's look. I started to wonder if Kat had tricked me. Then Kat started singing a little song. Hee hee hee, clever clever me. I play tricks to get more cream. Katrina, I exclaimed. Kat spun around. Did you tell people the bakery wasn't serving cats to trick us into getting you free cream? She shrugged. I just love cream. So the bakery didn't refuse to serve you? I asked. Kat shook her head. I was a little annoyed. I don't like being tricked. It makes me feel foolish. No more tricks on the bakery customers, Kat. Katrina nodded her kitty head and went back to drinking her cream. I walked back into the bakery and apologized to Akari. I explained everything about Kat and the cream. Akari laughed. (laughs) She told me every single customer had gotten extra cream that morning, and she had been really confused. Akari loved animals. She mentioned she would probably buy some cat food for Kat. A little while later, Akari asked Zala's dad to build a house for Kat next to the bakery. Zala's dad was happy to. He had built a similar house for Zala's cat, Gus. Now Katrina had a warm house and plenty of food. So you would think she stayed out of trouble. But you would be wrong. Once, Kat tripped Hermes, the mail carrier, and everyone's letters got mixed up. Farmer McDonald got my letters, Shilpa Singh got Mrs. Fezziwig's letters, and Guna got Una's letters. Another time, Kat chased Chickadee up to the sky with Ursa Major and Ursa Minor, but then she got stuck up there because she was scared of heights. Katrina meowed all night, keeping everyone in freshwater awake, till Moosebird and Robin finally carried her back down. And then... Even though I promised myself I'd be wary, and even though I had already been tricked once by Katrina, she managed to trick me again. I spent the day with Pippa and our dogs, Cheese and Sherlock. When I got back to my treehouse, Cat was laying at the bottom of the tree, yowling. What's wrong, Cat? I asked. Oh, Rebecca! That mean dog Cheese chased me yesterday, and now my poor little ankle hurts. Meow, meow, ow, ow. Cat was holding her back paw and rolling around on her back. I thought Cat must really be hurt to be making such a ruckus. Cheese did like to chase cats, which is a bad habit that a lot of dogs have. Do you need to go to the vet, Cat? I asked. Oh, no, no, Fat Rebecca. I'll be all right. Oh. Cat strained to get to her feet. But as she stood up on her paws, she rolled right over again, saying, Meow. Meow. Ow. Meow. I felt bad for Cat. I offered to carry her home to the bakery. But Cat had other ideas. Rebecca. She said, Maybe some shoes would help my poor ankle. A sturdy pair of boots, 
Perhaps. Do you think you'd be able to manage it, seeing as cheese is the reason for my injury? It's only fair that you or Pippa help me. I thought for a moment. The right footwear has helped me when I hurt my own foot. So Cat wasn't wrong. And if Cheese chased her, it was my responsibility to help her. All right, Katrina. I'll get you some shoes. I agreed. Cat rolled over and said, To the shoemaker! I picked her up and carried her through Freshwater to the shoemaker's shop. It was closed, but apparently that wasn't going to stop Cat. She meowed and meowed until the shoemaker, who lived upstairs, came down and opened the shop. Sorry, Imani, I said. That's the shoemaker's name. Cat is hurt, and we thought some new supportive footwear might help. Imani tilted her head at me and Cat. Cat snuggled against me, purring, and we all went into the shoemaker's shop. Right away, Cat pointed to a pair of brown leather boots. Oh, look, Rebecca, these are perfect for my poor ankle. I sat Cat down gingerly and helped her try on the boots. She slipped her back paws into them. They fit perfectly. The boots had strong soles. Almost seemed like Kat knew there would be a pair of brown leather boots that would fit her perfectly. She stood up on her hind legs. Rebecca, these are perfect. I can barely feel that old hurt ankle. I was glad Kat's ankle felt better. Imani was waiting by the register. I didn't want to keep her waiting, so I looked at the price tag. <gasps> I gasped. The boots were very expensive. Cat's boots cost more than any pair of shoes I had ever bought for myself. Cat heard my gasp. Oh, Rebecca, without them I'll be limping for weeks. Look how much better my ankle feels when I wear the boots. Cat did a backflip to demonstrate. Woohoo! Woo! All right, all right. Since Cheese is the one who hurt your ankle, and since these shoes make you feel so much better, I will buy them for you, Cat. I went over to the register and pulled out my credit card. As soon as I had paid, Cat scampered out the door. Imani handed me a receipt and said I was a generous friend to buy Cat those boots. I explained about Cheese chasing Cat and her hurt ankle. Imani looked confused. But Kat ordered those boots, custom, two weeks ago, Imani explained. So Kat ordered these boots way before she hurt her ankle? I asked. Imani nodded. And just an hour ago, I saw Kat chasing a butterfly. She didn't look like she had a hurt ankle then, Imani said. I was tricked again! Kat! I ran to the door and shouted for Katrina, but she was gone. She ran off in the new boots I bought her. That cat is too tricky, I said to Imani. We shook our heads as I helped Imani close up her shop again. I cannot believe it. I'm so foolish. Cat already tricked me once, and now she tricked me again. I trusted her, and she lied. Twice. I just can't trust anyone, I guess. I was upset. 
So I was complaining. Imani and I turned out the lights and walked outside. Imani locked her shop door. Then she told me. You trusted Kat, and she tricked you. Twice. But I hope you won't let one bad cat change how you see other people. You have an open heart, Rebecca. That's what makes you, you. Imani's words gave me a lot to think about. We smiled at each other and I walked home. When Kat tricked me, I felt helpless and angry at Kat and disappointed in myself. But Imani was right. If I close my heart to new friends, how would I make new friends? Or find new stories to share? If I changed because of Kat's trickery, I would not be Rebecca anymore. Nowadays, I am still very much myself. I love to listen to stories and share them with my friends. I love to walk around freshwater and talk to my neighbors. And I definitely still love croissants and iced coffees. When I run into Kat wearing the fancy boots that I bought her, I smile and shake my head. Speaking of Kat, she's become known around Freshwater as a trickster. Last week, she snuck into Farmer McDonald's barn and drank all the milk she could find. Her tummy ache lasted two days. I'm sure she'll get into more trouble, and like everything that happens here in Freshwater, I'll tell you all about it. That was Cat in Boots by Tessa Flannery, produced by Megan Bagala, performed and executive produced by me, Rebecca Cunningham, with a special appearance by Imani Russell. Girl Tales is a Cordelia Studios production. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And grownups, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening, and remember, I believe in you. Yeah, and I pray.